1: Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience tuning in at WYED 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through our online affiliates around the world. We're glad you all could join us as well. Well, when it comes to the topic of aging, that is something that not everyone likes to talk about, but it is an important topic whether you are involved in aging yourself or you're a caregiver and having to deal with an aging loved one as well. Our next guest has written a book that I really found so helpful and informative, and I think you all will as well. We're excited to welcome Dr. Roseanne Leipzig to our broadcast. Her new book is called Honest Aging, An Insider's Guide to the Second Half of Life. Take Control of Your Health and Well-Being. We'll talk to Dr. Leipzig not only about the writing of the book, but also what it's been like for her to be a part of these great conversations, important conversations, and let you all know where you can get more information as well. Dr. Leipzig, thank you again for the time. Really appreciate you stopping by.
0: It's my pleasure, Cyrus.
1: This is an important topic. It is not something that's easy to talk about. My mother just turned 76. Dr. Leipzig and my, my father I just retired at the age of 65. And, of course, these are issues that we are now talking about, some of the things you address in your book. What has it been like for you to have these honest conversations about aging, what to expect, and how you can deal with it?
0: It actually has been uh, very um exciting to me. Because as you said, a lot of people don't want to talk about aging. Um, It's kind of uh, the the stage we know we're going to get to, but we don't necessarily want to think about it before we get there. And my whole point is the more you think about it before you get there, the better your aging is going to be. Um, So it's it's been wonderful to hear people's stories and hear their concerns.
1: Uh, what I love so much about the book, I'm 48 myself, Dr. Leipzig, and what I enjoy so much about the book, and I think maybe coming from having been a caregiver um to my grandmother before she died, and now, of course, helping my parents, is that you, one of the big things is life is not over because you're growing older, right? I think that's the thing a lot of people think once you reach a certain number, life is over. You, you make that very clear in the book that's not the case. How, how liberating has that been for you in conversations to let people know that regardless of their age, it, it doesn't have to be the end of their life. It can just be a new beginning for them.
0: It's been incredibly liberating. Uh, Not just for them, but for me. I'm 72, okay? So I look at uh, life expectancy throughout the last, you know, thousand years. And we are so lucky. We have this extra 20 to 40 years after we've retired, after the kids are out of the house, to be able to do the things we haven't done before or to spend more time doing the things that have been kind of sidelines for us up until this point in time. And I just, I find aging to have lots of benefits. We always concentrate on what you lose. And yes, there are things you lose. There is no question about that. But you also, the world can open up to you if you let it. And that's the key. There are lots of people who believe the ageism in our world and think, oh, it's all downhill at this point. And that's not true at all.
1: And you're very realistic in this book that the, the title of the book is Honest Aging, but you also address what is not normal aging. How important was it for you to have that balance of knowing what to expect as you age, but also know the things to look out for as you're aging as well?
0: Well, you know, I've practiced as a geriatrician, a doctor for older adults for 40 years. And I am always getting people asking me what's normal. But I'm also getting people coming to me having been told by their previous doctor, uh, oh, it's just what do you expect at your age, okay? And I think we need to recognize that whatever age we are, we need to understand what we can do to get rid of things that bother us. And sometimes we can't do a whole lot. But most of the time, there are lots of things we can tweak that will make our lives better
1: love that. And I love the fact that toward the beginning of the book, and again I went into it thinking about my own family, but also about my audience and my conversation with you. You talk about prevention. I'm a very big proponent of that. As I mentioned, I'm 48. Um, There are are individuals in my family on both sides of my family that have have had blood pressure issues and of course dealing with things like diabetes. I'm currently not on any medication or anything for anything like that. And I, I tell people it really is about The lifestyle you choose, for one thing, of course, we know family history can play a part. But talk to us about prevention because you do spend some time talking about that in the book in the beginning. How important is that for us to make sure that we are preparing now even for as we age?
0: It's really important. You know, we talk about age as if everybody who is a certain age is similar to each other. And there's no group of people who are more different from each other Mm. than people who are older. And part of the reason for that is the way they live their lives, okay? Um, So we talk about biologic age as well as chronologic age. So chronologic age, you can all be 85. But biologically, you can be a lot younger than that. And what that means is you're less likely to have difficulties with medical problems. You're further away from death. Um, You're less likely to have an adverse reaction to a medication, for example. So I think it's really, really important to realize that what we do through, you know, aging begins at birth. What we do throughout our lives makes a difference. And so, you know, if you have high blood pressure, you should know about it. And you should do what you can to get it down to where you and your doctor decide it should be. Because that can save you from all sorts of things when you're older. Not just heart problems, but strokes, dementia. So it's, you know, getting the right habits, the right diet, the right sleep are all really important throughout your life to having a good old age
1: such a great point and such a great reminder. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Dr. Roseanne Leipzig to our broadcast today. She's the author of the new book, Honest Aging, An Insider's Guide to the Second Half of Life, Take Control of Your Health and Well-Being. I want to talk about that part of the title, the subtitle, Take Control of Your Health and Well-Being, because there are so many things, unfortunately, it seems like people do just kind of give up on and say, well, this is just what happens. <laughs> this, you know, i made it here. This is just what, what we have to deal with. How important is that taking control? Yes, I'm all for, and I talk to my parents about this all the time. Make your doctor's appointments. I take my mom to hers every every, every three to four months. Uh, my dad, making sure he gets his checkups. But how important for us, even on our own, to make sure we're taking control of our health and well-being? Dr. Leipzig, especially when it comes to diet and exercise.
0: It is incredibly important. You know, I wrote the book to empower people to recognize that there are things that you can do that will give you an engaging, enjoyable, meaningful old age. And diet and exercise, I always say exercise is the only anti-aging pill we have. Okay. Mm. And you don't have to be Charles Atlas or Arnold Schwarzenegger or any of these people. Okay. Just getting yourself up and walking and doing more and more um, will make a big difference in your life. I mean, The pandemic had a big effect on many of us. We became couch potatoes. And we need to get that muscle back. We need to get our strength back. We need to get our balance back. And there's nothing that will do that like exercise. It'll also help your mood. It'll help your sleep. I mean, it's got so many benefits. A lot of people are allergic to the word. But it really should be a part of your everyday life. Just, you know, walk a little further each day. Um, diet is the same thing, you know, um, I have had such a change in my diet when I think about it and it wasn't conscious. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to give up red meat. It wasn't, you know, any of that, but it's happened throughout my lifetime is I've seen what makes me feel better. And so I think it's really important for us to think about how much fried food we eat, how much processed food we eat. And I know it takes time and you've got to live in places where you can get fresh fruits and vegetables and things of that nature. But you should really try to do that. Increase your fruits and vegetables without a doubt. It makes a big difference. And increase your protein because a lot of older people don't eat enough protein. Um, If you've got kidney disease, you've got to be careful about that. But other than that, make back that muscle while you're exercising. It's the protein that you take in that's the
1: fuel to do it. Yeah, no, such a great, such a great reminder. Uh, you talk about intimacy in the book, Dr. Labsick. You also talk about sleep. You just reference sleep. This is an interesting one. I, you know, I, this I tell. I joke with my friends. Sleep is something I've never had an issue with. with I guess because for one thing, I know me only get five or six hours. Dr. Labzik, so I, I think my body's just glad for me to finally lay down. So, you know, um, but but you address in the book, that is not the case for everyone, of course. There are people who do have trouble. What has it been like for you to have those type of conversations as to what they can do on their own, again, taking control again, to do on their, their own to be able to aid them in getting, getting more restful sleep?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. People come in and they want a pill. We have a society where they want a pill. And unfortunately, the pills that exist for sleep become have much worse side effects as you get older. They can cause wow. you to fall. They can infect your memory. They can cause you to have an accident when you're driving. So we really try and stay away from that. And the best thing you can do is try and get yourself on a, re- a routine, okay? You get, go to sleep at the same time. You get up at the same time so that your body learns that this is what you want to do. You want to get outside. You want to get sun. Because our circadian rhythm that sets when we fall, asleep, we feel sleepy and when we feel awake, depends on the sun. And, you know, everybody says sun is bad for you, sun is good for you. In this case, sun is good for you. You know, about 15 minutes a day without your sunglasses on, just get it in through the eyes to reset your clock. Um, There's certain things you don't want to do before you go to bed. Okay? You don't want to um, exercise, for example. You don't want to drink to help you fall asleep because it'll help you fall asleep. But as soon as it's out of your system, you'll wake up again. Um, You don't want to use your computer screen because that blue light keeps you awake at night. And you don't want to lay in bed if you can't fall asleep. Get out, do something. It's not arousing, okay? Yeah, and get back into bed. So there are many, many things that you can do to help you with your sleep.
1: That is such a great tip you just gave because I don't hear that being talked about a lot. So if you if you're having trouble sleeping, just laying there is not the answer. I, I love that, and because I think a lot of again, that's not something I've dealt with, but that is something I've heard people talk about. Right? They're just waiting to go back to sleep or trying to, and then they end yeah. up when they finally get up, then they're fatigued. You know, right? <laughs> so it's yeah. So I, yeah. how does it feel, you mentioned, you know, the you know the years you've been able to do this work. How does it feel to know the impact you've been able to have on, on the lives of individuals?
0: This work is the most rewarding work I could imagine having, okay? I mean, I tell people I get paid well and I love what I do. What more could you ask for, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I get to know individuals. I get to know their families. I have patients I've cared for 25, 30 years, cared for generations. Um, It's been wonderful. And I find that I can have an effect that all of us could have on the older people in our lives by being positive. They have older people see so much negative out there, okay, whether we're talking about gerontocracies or, you know, just looking at what's on TV, what's in the news about older people, that being told that we admire what they do, that they're role models for us to help them get back in the game if they feel like they're not in the game um, is a really positive thing. And I've really been able to help people, you know, not everyone, I'm not going to pretend, but help people feel like they can take control of their life.
1: Their health and well-being. I've been I have that, Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just going to ask you because I, I, as you were talking, Dr. Leipzig, one thing I thought about is how much your profession has changed in the amount of time mm-hmm. since you've been practicing. Talk to us about that and how the advancements, especially in what we've all gone through the past few years. What has that been like for you to see how you've been able to help people through that?
0: Well, you know. There are positives and negatives to everything that's happened over the past few years in medicine. Um, but the positives, the recognition that we need to provide better access to care, that telehealth is something that is really extremely helpful for a lot of my patients when I don't need to examine them, when I need to just know what's going on. We can do that by telehealth. Um, And it saves them, you know, I live in New York City, what it takes to get into the doctor's office. So that's incredible. The fact that we were able to get a vaccine for COVID within a year is truly remarkable to me. I lived through AIDS. I remember how long it took to -hmm. get to any, like 15 years before we got to anything that would really help people who had the disease. So I think we've made an amazing amount of progress. I think the other progress we've made is to recognize that it's not all medicine, okay? Mm-hmm. There's this whole concept of the social determinants of health, that how you eat, how, how, you know, that you have transportation, that you have housing, you know, plays a huge role in your health. And that we need to start looking at the big picture to really help people be healthier and do better.
1: You you do address, thing I want to talk to you about, and I really appreciate this time with you, and we're going to let our audience know how they can get the book. You do talk about adapting to your new normal. You talk about mm-hmm. that. Talk to us about that and why it's important for us to, again, this is about looking forward, not giving up, but also realizing that the body is different. <laughs> your, your body flux is oh, different. Yes. <laughs> it handles things. How important has that been for you to have that conversation and for the audience to keep that in mind when they're thinking about themselves and their health and well-being?
0: I think it's critical. You know, people go around and they say 80 is the new 60. No way. All right? People are certainly healthier in our world at 80 than they were at 60 when we were younger. And we looked at 80-year-olds and 60-year-olds, okay? But even if you're doing perfectly well, there are things that are happening in your body that you and your healthcare providers have to be aware of, okay? And they're not things that we should be um, making derogatory comments about people because these things go on. They're normal, okay? You're gonna walk more slowly as you get older. There are lots of reasons for that. Doesn't mean you're not with the program, it means you walk more slowly. You're gonna have a pot belly. I have lots of people who come to me, can I get rid of this pot belly? No because fat distribution changes in your body as you get older, okay? You have those senior moments. You're going to be more sensitive to medications. You're going to urinate more at night, whether you have a prostate or not. You're not going to feel thirst when you're dehydrated. I mean, there are lots and lots of things that happen as you get older. So you need to pay attention to those things to prevent getting in trouble. I mean, that last one about being thirsty. I don't know what the temperature is outside for you today in, in Mississippi, but my guess is it's pretty high, and a right. lot of people are not drinking enough. They're getting dehydrated, confused, falling, and so you need to pay attention. Even if you don't feel thirsty, you need to be drinking. So I think it's really important for people to recognize these things and their health care providers and their families as well.
1: Such a great point. I lived in in New York for a few years, uh, Dr. Lebzig, and I can tell you, we've uh, here in Mississippi, we've been in the 100 degree area for now almost nine days as the high, uh, which is very unusual for us. And so there've been, we, of course, we've been under advisories. I've been fussing at my family, and my parents, telling, them, make sure you guys are staying inside, make sure you're drinking your water. You know, this brings up an interesting thing, and not to put you on the spot, but because this is a conversation that's happening right now, because there are, because we are being told, make sure you staying hydrated. One thing my mom asked me, and, it, and I've heard conversations about this, so maybe you can help our Mississippi audience here today, a Dr. thing. Is there such a thing as drinking too much water?
0: You know, there is a thing, but it's so much additional water okay, okay, that most people don't have that problem. If you have heart disease, you need to be careful, okay? And it's really the salt more than the water that hmm. gets you into trouble um but in general no because if your kidneys are working and your heart is working then what goes in that's too much will just come out okay okay
1: great so love that
0: yeah
1: yeah that that does help thank you so much for that because you know i sure. thought to myself i don't know the answer to that question <laughs> you know it but I, I guess I understand the question, you know, because it's like, okay, if you're drinking, you know, is there such a? But I love the caveat there. If your heart, heart is working, if you, you know, if your kidneys are working properly, then then you should be fine. And I think that that's a great thing to to know, Dr. Leipzig. This has been an incredible conversation. Again, everyone, Dr. Roseanne Leipzig has been our guest. Honest Aging is her book, An Insider's Guide to the Second Half of Life. Take control of your health and well-being. I really do appreciate this. I was um, semi-stalking you uh, as I was setting up this conversation with you, and I know you have some conversations coming up later on this month as well. Dr. Leipzig, how can our audience stay connected with you?
0: Um, I have a website. It's Roseanne, MD, and the Roseanne is R-O-S-A-N-N-E, not like the lady on TV. Um uh, <laughs> And it's .com. So all right. go to the website, and hopefully we'll keep it up to date.
1: Okay. Well, thank you again. And I hope you will come back again. We'd love to spend some more time with you. That would be great. My pleasure. All right. Thank you for that. And we thank you, our audience, for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. And let's go make today amazing. Take care.